Today's topic is how do you actually create an awesome landing page and what kind of information should you include? We are actually going through a small sample of some of the information inside of our landing page pack, which is on HubSpot, and it comes with lots of different videos and how to's to create the most awesome landing pages that you can. But I wanted to give a little bit of a sneak peek and some information from there. So my name is John Aiken. I'm the CEO of Web Canopy Studio, and this is the Website Conversion Show. Hey, what's up everybody? I'm gonna talk in this video about landing pages and the layout and, and wireframe of a, a proper landing page. You might hear this called a sales page or a squeeze page and there's lots of different versions of this, an offer page and so on. Uh, we're gonna just stick to landing page because that's HubSpot's terminology for what they call uh, specific pages, usually on a subdomain with a form and these are uh, used to gate some kind of offer, some kind of downloadable checklist, a guide, a webinar, uh, signing up for a call, like it, virtually anything. So this is what we're referring to for a landing page. Now, I'm looking at this from the sense of generally saying we're talking about top of funnel or middle of funnel offers, which are gonna be more awareness stage and consideration stage. You could use this for like bottom of funnel for like a demo or booking a call. However, we have another one, uh, an another wireframe called demo um, that would be more appropriate for those kind of bottom of funnel, last point of, of friction before getting into a salesperson's calendar. So this is the landing page. Now, if you'll notice on this, uh, it, it, you know, it's broken out. It has like different things called like big problems, what's not working, reasons to engage and so on. So we have, you can see right here, we have the title of the offer. Um, we have the free checklist, the 12 step checklist for blah, 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 right? That's the title. Uh, you wouldn't put title of offer at the top. Um, also notice we have logo only. So let me just take, make a quick note. I know it's here as well. Um, on a landing page, Whenever we're asking somebody to fill out a form or to do a thing, we wanna make sure that that's the only thing that we're getting them to do, right? The only thing is that they are going to fill out this form. We want everything to dead end at that landing page so that the only way out is the back button or the download button. That's the only option. I don't want them to have a lot of different um, abilities to click on things, to read case studies, to go click on links in the footer, to click on my navigation and so on. Why? Because it's a distraction and they might be here and have, you know, really good intent. And then let's say I put a case study right here. They click away to the case study and then they go and read the case study. They don't actually fill out the form. And in the case study, they're like, oh, that's cool. That's awesome. And then guess what happens? They get a phone call. Boom. Lead over. We didn't capture the lead. And then they don't remember you. Right. So any number of things can happen. So we want to make sure that we make all of our landing pages dead end at the page itself. So title of offer, then a powerful subtitle. Um, similar to how I've done stuff on previous pages, I would like you guys to follow this same outline. You don't have to, you can use your own, but this is, if you're stuck, this is a great way to kind of uh, get the ball rolling. So the adjective, which again is like a description, the adjective way to whatever it is they want without whatever it is they want to avoid. So the fastest, which is the adjective, the fastest way to build a secure email portal, which is what they want, to build a secure email portal without what they want to avoid is spending weeks in code. They don't want to spend weeks building this from scratch, basically. And I could have said that instead. The fastest way to build a secure email portal without spending weeks in code. Boom. Subtitle. Free checklist, 12-step checklist for 
building a secure email portal or securing your emails, okay? Then we have a video. I highly recommend putting a video on here. It can be super short. It does not need to be really long. It can literally just be you in front of your screen saying, hey, thanks for checking this out. I wanna walk you through why this is so important and I want you to grab this offer off the side of your screen once I'm done here, but let me walk you through what this is. You're probably, and then you go through the problems, you're probably experiencing all these things. You probably have been trying to do this, this, and this, and you're just not getting traction. So when you download this checklist and you implement the things that, I, that we've got going on, then you're gonna start seeing, and then you walk through the expected outcome right so um, it always videos always help the conversion so if you can if you have like the ability to I definitely recommend putting a video here if not you would jump directly down here to the bullets so um, these are called the reasons to engage which again are from this bullet list here and so if you've seen landing pages you know old traditional form of landing pages is usually to give the title a sentence or two and then like bullet points about what it is they're downloading. This is going to be similar to that, but it's kind of that on steroids and it's much, much, much better than what we would just typically have. Like here are the seven things that you're going to learn. So in this, we're, we're going to try and make it compelling to get people to download this, um, uh, this offer. And you're doing this in a way that you're providing FOMO. Remember we talked about FOMO. I don't want to miss out on this. And I would put some kind of intro sentence that just kind of sums up what the biggest payoff is. So, um, you know, the expected outcomes, I would, I would highlight that here. And then I would say something like, finally, you'll be able to discover, and then you'll go through this stuff. You know, this checklist will, or, oh, I'm sorry, that's the intro sentence. Finally, you'll be able to discover how to secure your email portal. And then you'll say, this checklist helps you, blah, 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 allows you to avoid, makes it easy to, and so on. So off to the right, um, we have a CTA area. I mean, this is optional. You're technically the top of the form would do this. It's going to tell you the, the call to action of telling people what to do, because even though you have a form on your page, I don't know why, but some people don't realize that's what they're supposed to be doing. So you literally say, download the checklist by filling out the form below. They might see this form and not realize what the form is for. So uh, they might think that the checklist is just like on this page. So you have to tell them, you need to download the checklist below. Fill out the form to download the checklist. So we put the form here and you can ask whatever questions you like, but these are the standard ones that I like to ask. And the reason I like to ask these is because obviously I need their name, I need their email, I really want their company, although you know it's that's optional, you don't need to do that if you don't want, but it's helpful for me. <clears throat> and then I use, I would describe myself as, this is literally the persona property inside of HubSpot. And um, if you're using HubSpot, you don't wanna just put persona, because it would literally just say persona. So I change it to, I would describe myself as, and I make the options for the personas, I make them like job titles or descriptions of that person. So I'm a startup CEO, I'm a marketing director for a large company, I'm a marketing agency just getting started. And so you're gonna you know, list a handful of the options below. What's really cool about that is when you do that, and somebody selects I'm a CEO of a startup company, boom, they select that option. Okay, so now what happens is you have, you know, 40, 50 people download this. You can go through that list and segment, 
you know, the, I, I show me the 22 people that are CEOs, show me the 15 people that are this person, right? So you can literally get granular and into the weeds about the kind of person that is most interested in this offer that might help you tweak the offer in the future. It will help you make changes about who's, who's engaging with this, who your current audience is, and might help you see goodness, you know, marketing directors are the ones who came through this or whatever your persona is. And they, they filled out all this stuff. CEOs didn't do anything. So interesting enough, like, I, I think that's probably a very, very compelling piece that a lot of people miss. Um, you're going to want to, this is a hundred percent up to you. You definitely want to talk to your legal counsel about how you want to handle this. But if you have to have some kind of GDPR or because of California um, rules or whatever it might be inside of your your legal complications, you want to have a checklist that is the agreement to whatever it is that they need to do. So you want them to check the box or you just have your own terms. I'm not going to give any formal recommendations. So please make sure that you handle this on your own to make sure that you are compliant and not going to get yourself in trouble if you are... Um, collecting people's contact information and you know in Europe for example and they did not agree to have you collect their information and email them and contact them afterwards um, because they didn't check that box you're gonna get in trouble so please keep that in mind um, please talk to your own attorney and legal counsel I cannot give you any recommendations then you have your download button okay so that's the whole top of the page you could technically end the page right there and that would be everything however as you and I both know, a lot of people like to scan the rest of the page and just see what's going on before they actually fill out the form to make sure it's legit. So for those that are on the fence, we would add stuff like this. So I'm gonna state the big problems and I'm gonna put um, one paragraph of, of content here. You could probably do it in three columns or four columns if you'd want, but you're gonna state the biggest problems. You're gonna state then what they've probably tried so that they can see that and, and say, oh yeah, I've actually tried all those things. Then you're gonna state the expected outcomes. When you do this, these are the biggest payoffs. These are the long-term payoffs. And then lastly, you're going to put your story here. This is optional, you don't have to do this. Also a good idea if you're doing it in video, you could put it up in here in the video. But the way that we would do a, um, a story here is to talk about that real world example of someone, either it was you going through and discovering this or it was a client who went through and discovered this. It allows for your prospects to put themselves in the shoes of that person that you're describing so that they can feel the similarities. And the reason that that works is because if they feel that that's them and they you're going through all this same thing and you're saying, oh my gosh, I, that's literally me, I'm literally, literally that company, they have a considerably higher chance of filling out the form and downloading um, your lead magnet and then becoming a lead inside of HubSpot or whatever CRM you're using. So uh, here's an example. I you could literally follow this, this exact um, formula here if you would like. So how do we know this works? Using the items in this checklist, Tony at XYZ Corp was able to blank. That's obviously like a goal. Tony was struggling with blank. It's an issue. He needed a way to blank, which is reach a goal, but was unclear how to make that happen with blank. Could be his uh, problems, could be things that he was also trying or uh, inside of his company. He had tried blank and blank and just could not. So those are obviously what's, what's not working, right? So he had tried this Band-Aid fixed and he was using this other software and he just could not this blank would be like see success in one of these goals. He just could not figure out how to secure his emails. Using the same methods laid out in this exact checklist, Tony blank and never had those issues ever again. So Tony was able to fix 
XYZ was able to do this and never had those issues again. The checklist shows you, this checklist shows you exactly how to blank and make blank a thing of the past. Those would be similar to that, right? So hopefully that makes sense. Again, copyright at the bottom, you would not want to have links if you can help it. Um, you, you know, there's argument for putting terms and conditions and stuff here. That's up to you. Privacy policy, that's up to you. Um, but again, the whole purpose of this is to try and make it so that nobody can um, have a lot of options to click through when they're on the landing page, that they see the one thing that you want them to do, which is fill out this form. Hey, I hope that was helpful. Hope you find the information that we went over to be something that you can utilize and use in your next landing page project. Please make sure to check out the landing page studio pro pack inside of HubSpot marketplace. It is awesome. There's tons of different landing pages to use as a starting point for your next campaign. I think that's it. Again, my name is John Aiken. I'm the CEO of Web Canopy Studio and we'll catch you next time.